I feel like we haven't talked in a while. Like this feels weird. Maybe it's just because we haven't like texted as much. We haven't texted very much, no. Mm. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Recently it's just been a lot of emojis and I mean I'm used to that, but like Yeah, that's kinda how we communicate <laughs> over text. <laughs> um, yeah, and you're also at campus, so like you have more people to talk to, whereas like I'm at home and I get to interact with my cats. I mean I have more people to talk to and I have a ton of schoolwork. I feel that. I feel that. It's been insane, like, just the amount of work that we've all had to do, and also, well, you probably have more because you're, like, in the middle. I have three tests on Friday. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and they're hard. Ooh, what classes? Accounting, legal, business, and um, my science class. Fun. I mean, good luck. Good. Thank you. Interesting. I haven't had much time to study because I'm busy, always. Mm. I feel that. Um, Yeah, so our communication has gone down recently, so we were thinking about talking about communication in general for this episode. So, yeah, how has your communication changed, Um, I guess, in, like, the past couple months and, like, since COVID started and, like, maybe the differences between, like, last year and this year? It depends on who you're referring to. Because I communicate differently with a lot of people, right? Like, um, obviously with my family during COVID, I was able to communicate with them more. And like, when I go to school, like I communicate less with my family. Like I talk to them like once a week on the phone and I text them like, only like once a day. I feel bad. But um, where was I going with that? Oh, like with other people, it just depends. Um. I obviously am communicating more with the people I know at Butler, like, you know, Alexa and my roommate, because, like, I see them all the time. Um, And some of my friends in Bloomington, like, I occasionally text and call, and others I'm, like, texting every day, which is really just you. Um, So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you said that you, like, you call your parents and your family, like, once a week or something like that. Is that better for you, or do you think it's just... I call them, like, every Sunday. Um, I liked, you know, I liked being home. I liked seeing my family. Um, but I just get busy. Mm. And, like, it's good for me to, like, set aside a specific time that I'm going to call them. Because that way I just, it's in my schedule and I don't get chaotic life things. Mm. Um, but it's really nice when I do call them. And, like, occasionally my... Well, you know my sister. My sister, like, when she has, like, her big moments, she, like, needs to talk to someone. Um, And so, like, occasionally she's been, like, calling me at, like, midnight just to talk about things. It's really sweet. Um, But usually I'm, like, half asleep, and I'm like, oh, my phone's ringing, and it's Sydney. So I'm like, okay, I need to talk to Sydney. Sydney matters, so I guess I'll answer it. (laughs) Um, So, because, like, when we, like, when I was – I said, I'm saying like so much. So many filler <laughs> words. This is gross. But when I was at our high school, I, like, drove her every day to school. Or she drove me. We just kind of rotated. And so she would, like, talk about all of her problems and everything going on in her life. So I think to an extent she doesn't have that outlet as much, which is why mm-hmm. she probably wants to call me. Yeah. Aww. That's yeah, cute. I mean, cute. like, I mean, do you I like when it. she talks to you about, like, I mean, rants and just like, she doesn't usually take my advice, which is frustrating. 
because I have good advice. <laughs> um, but it does make you feel like good because like she cares about my opinion and she actually wants to talk to me. So that's give awesome. and take. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I wish my brother was like that, but oh, he yeah. doesn't talk to me. My brother ever. doesn't. My brother doesn't do any of that. My sister does, though. Yeah. Hmm. I see. Yeah. Wow. How about you? Mm-hmm. What was your communication like when you went to college? I mean, you're back home now, but... <laughs> um, honestly, not much has changed. Just, that was... It's all... That's honestly, like, all my fault, because... Um, mm-hmm. I went to, like, yeah, I went to campus, and I just didn't talk to many people. (laughs) I also had a single room, which made it worse, because I was always by myself. So, um, it probably would have helped if I got, like, a roommate, or, um, you know, just kept in contact with people on my floor. Um, I really didn't. I mean, there was people that, that I had, like, opportunities to, like, be friends with, but I'm a picky person. Like, I didn't realize that until, like, I got there. Like, if I just, if I'm not vibing with that person and we just don't have the same interests, I probably won't talk to them ever again. (laughs) And, like, they, I'll be, like, polite and everything and, like, we can be, like, acquaintances and, like, I'll say hi in the hallway, but then it usually doesn't go further than that. But, yeah. I feel that. I did that last year, too. Yeah, it's, it's kind of bad, though, because, like, now I don't have any friends. (laughs) You're also not at school so yeah well okay that's a lie I don't have I I do have one friend I met one friend in my accounting class because we were like discussing homework and you know that's how all friendships start over classes and homework so um yeah we kept in contact and I'm really happy that I have at least one person I can contact um I do know a couple other people but we weren't very close at least we mm-hmm. just, like, know of each other and be like, hey, what's up, blah, 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 and that's it, but, um, yeah, as far as communication goes, um, now, it's been about the same, obviously, it's better in person, I think, just because, you know, you can read the situation better, read what's going through the other person person's head a little better, and just kind of, you know, get a feel for the whole situation, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's gone down just because I'm at home, and, Usually people are busy and don't want to meet up and obviously, you know, social distancing and whatnot. Um, but I have talked to my family more, so yeah, that's fun. That's, that's fun. Um, my mom is now more like my best friend than she is a mom, which is good. And I feel like that's how she's yeah. always kind of been, though. Let's be honest. I mean, it wasn't always like that, though, because, like, um, when I was little, obviously, she had to be more of a mom than a best that's friend true. because, you know, when I'm six, I can't talk about her problems and I need food, and love and affection, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> and, but, yeah, I mean, now that I'm older, she's like, let's talk about this and that, and, like, your dating life, and I don't have a dating life, so she's just what like, dating life? Yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm like, you know, she'll, like, try to, like, I don't know, get on, I don't know, she just tries to, she's like, you know, treat me like a friend, which is yeah. fine, which is good, um, there's definitely a different dynamic going there, but, yeah. um, yeah, we can talk about that. I feel like that's, like, a whole other topic that's entirely. Whole thing, yeah. Um, yeah, but, for like, sure. for the most part, it's been, it's been really interesting mm-hmm. and really fun, and, like, I found out a lot of things about, like, my parents and, like, not bad things, but just, like, it's just, like, oh, that's who you are as a person. Like, you know, like, sometimes, like, the whole parent and child relationship can be kind of weird when it's just, like, a parent and child dynamic, yeah. <laughs> if that makes any sense. So, like, I feel like the like, the types of communication that you have with your parents 
can open up a lot of different things. But, um, yeah. Question. Yes. Like when you went to school, like your communication with people like back home or like your friends and stuff, did you feel like it, like, I don't know, I'm, four words. Did you feel like any negative changes with people like when you left? Like negative meaning like it was harder for me to talk to people? Is that or what Or like like people you didn't feel as close to them or like anything of that sort? Oh, you mean like changes within like my like my friend group back at home when I went to campus? Yeah. Oh. Mm, I wouldn't say they're negative. I would just say that like it just it just went down a different route. It's <laughs> like obviously like you, me, and another friend are like we were really, really, really close during high school, but then when we went to campus, um, um, yeah, we kind of grew apart, and I think that's normal. I think that yeah, that's I think that's that's a normal thing, and people don't really talk about it, but I'm sure that happens to everyone. And I mean, my mom was talking about this too. She's like, yeah, I had friends in high school and we just grew apart because, you know, we had our own lives. And I was like, that makes sense. But I don't want it to make sense. But I, you know. I, was, I fought it tooth and nail the whole time. I know you did. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. I could feel it happening and I knew it was going to happen. And I, it's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I forced I force you guys to make phone calls with me every week. You want to <laughs> talk about how much you hated that? It was cute, but I knew it wasn't going to work out. I mean, we definitely handled it differently. I was prepared, and I knew it was going to happen. So, like, I was like, if it happens, it happens. But I think you were holding on to it, which just made it, like, a mm-hmm. really interesting. But, like, it wasn't a, it wasn't bad. It, I definitely am grateful for your efforts because it just, like, I don't know. It showed me, like, I don't know. This is going to sound cheesy, but, it, like, it kind of showed me, like, how valuable friendships are and, like, you know it made me realize like how awesome it is to have you as a friend (laughs) but anyway um um but yeah it's just been yeah yeah definitely I don't think I definitely don't think it's negative but I mean I guess it depends on who you ask too yeah Um, oh that's fair um, yeah um I had a question I lost it I don't know it's not like Serena can yell at me if I say this wrong, but, like, I guess because you, like, like spending time with yourself, so I, <laughs> so I don't know if that, like, I don't want to say introvert, because, like, there's, intro, you know, stereotypes, but, like, I bet that had a different effect on you than how, like, me coming to school first did, because right. you probably weren't as stressed about, like, keeping up communication with people from Bloomington. Uh-huh. or like communication with people from the school that you're going to would you agree with that yeah yeah I mean like I like I I don't know in my head it just like it didn't really it, it didn't really affect me that much I was just like oh I might lose contact with my friends but that's okay I can make new ones <laughs> which just sounds really shallow okay. really really shallow but like I definitely made it like a lot um like really mm-hmm very easy to come to terms with in my head, but, like, obviously, when I got to campus, I was, like, shoot, I missed my Yeah, friends. that's how I was. <laughs> at the beginning of, like, June, I was, like, yay, I get to make new friends and move on, and then, like, September happened, and I was, like, I can't move on. Ah! Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I get that. Yeah. Are you doing better, though? Are you, you're doing better. This year? 
Oh, yeah. Much better. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I'm proud of, I'm proud of you. I mean, like, you've come so far. Like, I love I feel you. comfortable <laughs> in all of, like, my Butler friendships and, mm-hmm. for the most part, most of my Bloomington friendships. Mm-hmm. I'm still forcing people to communicate with me, but you know what? Mm-hmm. You gotta do what you gotta do. Especially Honestly, when you're the token person who always initiates everything. Yeah, and, like, you're so cool for doing that, because no one else does it, and, like, it's such it's a just, pain. It's <laughs> a pain, but, like, it actually, like, means a lot, like, because I definitely am not the type of person to initiate something unless I have to, um, and I'm just, like, really grateful for you to, like, you know, put together, like, dates where we all get together, because, yeah, it just, like, I don't know, it, it, it well, makes it feel really nice. Cool. That makes that makes it more worth it when people genuinely are appreciative of initiate me yeah. initiating things. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's definitely hard to come by someone who initiates things. I mean, even like I was talking to my mom about it and she's like, Yeah, like no one likes to initiate things. Like you have to like, you know, set up a date and like, you know, have everything planned out because otherwise no one no one's gonna do it. Unless you have a friend like Miranda who will who cares a whole lot about her friends and and, you know, just makes it all work out, which is amazing. So thank you. you. That was cute. <laughs> um, I guess you could talk about, like, um, segue into, like, Zoom communication. How's that been for you? Zoom communication is the most awkward thing. Mm-hmm. Because everyone, like, the teach. I mean, I guess not all Zoom calls were with teachers, but, like, classes, whenever the teacher asks a question, nobody talks because we're, like, worried someone else is going to say something. So we all just sit there and make awkward faces and, like, chuckle. It's so uncomfortable. Oh, my gosh. I totally relate. And that's so true. It's just, like, everyone will know the answer to what the teacher is saying, but no one actually says it because, I don't know, something about just the whole online environment. And then, yeah, and it's really hard to, like, not interrupt people because, like, first of all, internet connection and just, like, you know, you hear the audio at different tell. times. You can't tell. And it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I had like a Zoom class earlier today and we were put in these like breakout rooms and <laughs> I was, we were talking to, um, we were talking about like, I don't know, some economic problems. Um, and yeah, we just, the teacher gave us like things to do and we were put in like the breakout room. It took us like a full like minute and a half we should for, like someone to talk and like <laughs> I'm usually the person who goes, hello, how's everyone doing? And then we all say how we're doing, and then we sit there for a minute, and then we're like, okay, I guess we should do the assignment now. Literally, though, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it's really awkward, and we just kind of sure. stare at each other, and, <sighs> but yeah, there sure. are pros, there are pros. You want to get into the pros? Pros. You get to sit in your room and leave your pajamas on. That's true. Very true. It can be very comforting and you can turn off your audio and your video whenever you need to mute yourself. Um, that is nice because my allergies have been happening. So like if I was in class, everyone would be like, oh, COVID. But um, since my allergies are happening, I can just mute my video and turn off my, uh, mute my audio, turn off my video <laughs> backwards and just blow my nose real fast and then like turn it back on and be like, 
Right? Oh my gosh. Uh, I know we had like a conversation about this like over text like a while ago, but we were talking about like how when we have like allergies or like a cold and like we really need to blow our nose in the classroom when you need to blow your nose. I never blow my nose all the way because when you blow your nose, people like they stop what they're doing and like they stare or like they're (laughs) listening. Get up from your desk. And, like, if you're wearing, like, loud shoes, you, like, tiptoe over to the tissue box. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So many awkward moments in class. I remember I had, like, really, really bad allergies um, in middle school, and I would get up to go get a tissue, like, every two minutes. And Mm -hmm. it was just so awkward for me, but also... like, those sneezes where you have, like, snot, and it's gross, and it's, like... Literally, though. And it's just, like, everyone's staring, everyone's looking, and everyone can hear what's happening, and it's just, like, uh... Okay, we should probably... Um, what? divert the, the podcast talk from allergies to something more interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that was, yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, I mean, communication, though, communication. it's kind of nice, kind of nice. Um, yeah, it's also, like, really hard with, like, audio and stuff over zoom because yeah you say that as i as you're literally cutting out which i think is really really funny irony oh my gosh but yeah it's hard to like get across like a point especially if you're trying to like especially i think like as a business major especially if you're like trying to like persuade someone into like getting something or like marketing and stuff like that it's really hard to make your point across in a zoom meeting and mm-hmm. to get people to actually join your meetings, I <laughs> I did that once for. Oh yeah, um, you were doing that with your with your business it thing. Right? Was my business, yeah. So I set up a meeting and I sent um like the Zoom link to all of our friends, and there was like at least ten people, and I had at least five people confirm that they were gonna be there, and so you know the day comes around. I'm sitting there and I like, you know, have my hair done, have my makeup done. And I'm like, already like, I'm fired up, ready to go. And I'm like, I'm going to like kill this. I'm going to like market this stuff and I'm going to help some people. And like, it's going to be a great day. Sit there. 10 minutes go by. No one's there. 20 minutes go by. No one's there. 30 minutes go by. No one's there. So it's really hard, but. (laughs) Yeah. But that's also just kind of who our friends are. I mean, that's true, but, like, adults I love do them. that, too. Adults do that, too. And, like, yeah. everyone can be really flaky if they, like, think everything's okay. And, like, they don't – And it's, especially if, like, you're – if you're marketing someone that mar- – not, not someone – marketing something that people, like, like, I don't know, they'd be okay with, like, not having, but it would be really helpful. Like, they don't know, like – like, if you don't know what the product is about or, like, what – you're signing yourself up for it's really hard to get people to like sit down and listen and because in person it's more interactive and like you know you yeah. can make eye contact and it's harder to be distracted right so yeah it's really it's really hard it's so difficult I almost, I almost think like in a way you guys also pro- you also probably had like the whole like bystander effect thing where like you texted like the group chat so they just assumed other people were going, so they felt like they didn't need to go, you know? That's so true. That's so true. My dad was talking to me about it, because, like, after, um, I, after, like, I tried to set the Zoom meeting, um, I called them. I was like, yeah, no one joined, and he was like, 
you need to like reach out to them individually. And I was like, yeah, that's true. But I just don't want to make anyone uncomfortable, which is probably my issue. Right. But like, you know, uh, it's hard. <laughs> well, they'll, they'll do what I do and tell you if they're uncomfortable. Whereas like kind of an a-hole to you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, don't I feel like I could buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks, Ronnie. Love it. I love you. Rude. <laughs> you're so rude. <laughs> no, I, no, it's, you're great. You're amazing. Mwah. Yay, I got it back. <laughs> um, yeah. Is there anything else communication related? Oh, wait, we were supposed to talk about, like, communication over, like, how weird it is, like, over the phone. I know we've had, like, a whole, like, dilemma over, like, just communication in general, like over the phone, especially if you're having an argument or like a discussion with somebody over the phone and like you're texting, not, maybe not even like FaceTiming or anything, but like texting is like a whole new, like, I don't know, a whole new discussion. Um, I know Miranda and I have, uh, have had a lot of experience with <laughs> um, just uh, texting over the phone. Um, and how miscommunication can be such a huge issue just like when you're trying to get a point across or you're trying to express your side of things and sometimes that can come off really badly in like in in sentences because yeah there's so many things that are missing over text um yeah what do you think <laughs> it's really hard to like understand what people are saying like Especially when you're like emotionally connected to your texting. It's really hard to follow what people are saying um, as opposed to discussing in person because you like have an argument going and you have to read through their argument and then you have to interpret what they're saying in their argument and hope that your response is replying to that and makes sense and is a good response and like doesn't hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I text, agree. I, I hate it. I hate <laughs> arguing over text messages. You know that. Um, yeah. I have like texting anxiety because like for a while I was having a lot of arguments over text message or like people would text me things. Over, they would text me things that were like vital, like really big deals like going on in their life. And so like when I saw a text, I would be like, ah. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Too much, yeah. I put too much pressure on myself, but that's a whole yeah. nother thing. So. Yeah, and it's like you can be so much more harsher, like when you're behind a screen and you don't realize, like, mm -hmm. what that means, at least in the moment. At least I'm very guilty of doing that. So, oh, yeah, um, sure. and like sometimes I'll like, t I'll, I'll text something that just doesn't, that makes sense in my head, but doesn't come out right in like the doesn't words that I'm using. Sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, like, depending on, like, what kinds of words you use in, like, a text message, like, okay, like, like, the word okay, like, how you write okay <laughs> has different connotations, like, if you type out okay, usually things are pretty okay, if it's just okay, something might be up, it's kind of iffy, if it's just K, yeah. there's a problem, like, right. <laughs> it's crazy, like, what, what these yeah. little, like, grammatical things can how that can change the message entirely. 
That's true. And like, there's the whole like, when you send someone a long paragraph or like, even like, a, there's two things. I, I have two things going here. Like you send someone a long paragraph and they say like, okay. And you're like, cool. Or like the whole concept of, where was I going with this? Shoot, I lost my train of thought. I don't remember. <laughs> long but paragraphs. Like, yeah. In paragraphs and someone says like okay or like you're trying to keep up a conversation so like you're asking someone questions and they just send one word answers and you're like i'm not making this whole conversation have a conversation with me you do stuff too yeah, yeah. i mean people can do that like when they're talking to each other too usually that just means like disinterest doesn't it or like it depends on yeah. the context i think but like i feel like yeah. i interpret it as disinterest but like coming from certain people it might just be i don't want to say introvertedness because that again stereotyping but it might just be like energy like not having the energy or the i don't know something i don't know enough on that's psychology. true that's true i mean it i try to give benefit of the doubt what? yeah oh no i was just saying that's true it depends on the person and like yeah yeah that's true it's um, hard it is it's very difficult and yeah, and it's it's kind of funny because, like, sometimes, like, yeah, depending on the person, like, when my mom uh, uses, like, okay, she does it because she doesn't know any better and she kind of, like, answers it. But, like, in my head, I could interpret that in many different – in many different ways depending on, like, if my – if the person I'm talking to is, like, of my generation and would be, like, alert to those, like, tiny differences, you know? Alert? Is that the wrong word? Aware. <laughs> Aware. Analyze over analyzing it. <laughs> right, right. And yeah, honestly, like when I was younger, I I don't know if it's changed because of my age or because of my friends, but like, yeah, when I was younger, my communication was completely different, not just with like vocabulary and stuff like that, but like, like my awareness of like how different words like connote different things. Maybe that is like, like, you know, experience and growing up. Probably and your friends. And, and friends. Yeah. Cause I feel like if I, didn't have the friends that I because you experienced the you experienced the anxiety from some of us of it so like you're more aware of it that's true that's true okay. but I mean like yeah I mean at this point who doesn't but like <laughs> I mean right. some people are more open with it with it than others but yeah I guess our friends in general are pretty are pretty open about it and we talk about it quite a bit I think yeah um which is which is I think is a good thing it can be I a little so. overwhelming sometimes but it I think it's good as, as long as like I don't know we tend to focus on the negative a lot more than we probably should have <laughs> I can be honest about that I don't know yeah I mean, I mean like obviously for some people everything feels negative so it's hard to focus on the positive and that's probably how it was for us in high school um we definitely could have tried to focus on the positive more than we actually tried to, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I don't think that's like a problem that's just like for us specifically either. I think that's oh, yeah. a lot of people. Lots of and high schoolers. And people and yeah, true, true. Um, yeah. I think that's just also that kind of, yeah, that's also like, a. I feel like that's a subjective personal thing too. Cause I don't know. Yeah. I tend to focus on the positive. <laughs> I mean, yes, I'm, generally an optimistic person um 
I don't know. I mean, I, maybe I should get better at like, you know, facing all the negative stuff. Cause maybe I'm an optimistic person because I don't want to deal with the negative stuff, but, but yeah, that's true for different, like, yeah, you can't ever be like one thing and ignore the other side because right. you do like are in denial about the negative thing. So you're going to hurt yourself. And if you're like only absorbing the negative things and you're like hiding from the positivity, that's also going to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. I think there's like a term for that, like, um, like toxic positivity or something like that. I think that's a thing. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, obviously I like, I've, you know, changed my opinions on like optimism and pessimism and like how that developed in a person. Cause usually it's not just one or the other. It's usually like something, there's a lot of different factors that go into it. But it's also like sometimes when you're trying to help yourself, like your mental health, sometimes you're like, I need to be more positive. And then you like, cause I know I'm sometimes, sometimes very extreme. Like mm. I would have weeks where I was like, I could be all positive and ignore the negativity. And then like other weeks I was like negative. I need to listen to my feelings. And then I like ignore the positive. Cause like, that's just who I am. When I try to help myself, I go to the extremes as opposed to like, you know, having a natural blend. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I mean, we got time to figure it out. So it's all good. It's all good. I don't know how we got here. (laughs) Um, Do you have any other comments on communication in general? We could talk about the whole concept of like people like communicating on like social media and being less afraid of being a-holes because they're online. I think, yeah, we touched on that, but that is very, very true, especially, like, with certain topics and stuff, like, politics and, like, you know, all that sort of stuff. People can get real, I don't know, they can can get very, they're very passionate online as opposed to person, in person, because it's completely different in person, but you can say anything you want. They make snap judgments, and then they, like, aren't afraid of being rude because they're like, I don't want to see this person. Right. Right. That is, that is very, very true. <sighs> yeah. Maybe one day, one day we'll be able to like, you know, talk to people. Or I'll get worse. And figure it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Optimist> <laughs> pessimist. <laughs> I'm just gonna, yeah, I'll leave that <laughs> there. <laughs> Obviously I think it'll get better, but I understand the pessimist side. So <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I do think it's going to take a lot of work that that's, yeah, but, mm-hmm. oh yeah, people have to acknowledge best. that it, it's a problem. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, I honestly, recently it's gotten really intense, especially with the whole like canceling culture. Like they, people yeah. are like actually digging stuff up from people's past just to cancel them over that. Like it's crazy. Like, people I don't can't know. Make up for the things that they did in the past you are defined. By a singular decision. Honestly, though, I mean, sometimes it's understandable why people are upset about it, but, like, it comes to a point where, like, what more can the person do to make amends for their actions other than, like, apologize and educate themselves? Like, how long are you going to stay mad at that person, and when is it right to, like, forgive them and, and, like, let them live their lives? I don't know. Yeah, and a lot of the, like, cancel cultures were, like, famous people. Yeah. So, like people aren't acknowledging 
that these famous people are also human beings. True. Very you know, true. like it's like put them on a pedestal. And so when they're on that pedestal, they're either like good people or bad people. And there's no in between or humanity or mm-hmm. those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When that stuff kind of happens, like, I guess something that comes up uh, to like, I don't know, make the person feel better about it is like thinking about how the person saying all that crap about the other like the celebrity or whatever is probably just projecting because they probably have some stuff of their own that they need to take care of and the only thing the way they can think to take care of that is by bringing down other people or it's it's just uniformity and like trying to when someone else says what's an example i don't know um what's miley Cyrus? when someone else says miley cyrus is a trashy person and like it becomes like a whole like group of people who are saying that you don't want to be the person who's like I like Miley Cyrus because then everyone's gonna attack you yeah yeah I mean honestly that's been that's been like kind of a thing that I dealt with like I guess in my childhood I was like scared to let people know like what celebrities I like because I feel like that defined me as a person and like Mm kind of give other people insight into like if, like, the celebrity I liked was a bad person, then they would be like, oh, you're a bad person, too, because you like this celebrity, but maybe I just like their music, you know? But, like, it's, like, I remember I used to be embarrassed about liking Selena Gomez when I was, mm-hmm. when oh, I was, like, a- really young. Yeah. Um, obviously, she's a great person now. Like, have you seen her new, like, beauty line, Rare Beauty? It's she's so such great. A she's such a cool person. Like, like, I am going to announce until the entire Her makeup has a like thing at the top for people with arthritis. Like, it makes it easier to hold for people with arthritis. And we love it. Oh, because she's I like, did not know that. Know. That is so cool. She's such a cool person. She's so sweet yeah. and nice and very down to earth and very cool person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, we're out of time, but do you have another <laughs> We are. <laughs> we got distracted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a good conversation, though. I feel like a lot of that was kind of kind of heavy, but like you know, it's okay. We like uh, we like those it things. Was, we, we like those things. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Some of the people that are going to be listening to this are going to be like, "I know exactly what you're referring to," and we're be like, "Yep." <laughs> yeah. Very true. Very true. Um, yeah. Um, if you guys have any comments, suggestions, feedback, or whatever, you can email us at farfromnormalpodcast2020 at gmail.com. And, yeah, off to you, Miranda. How far from normal is your communication? Beautiful. <laughs> I love it. I wanted to give, like, a deep – it's, like, the way I phrased it sounded deep. So it's beautiful. I love it. Calling people out. All right, bye. Bye.